episode is brought to you by shopremoteoffice.com for all your digital backdrop needs. Look at this beautiful backdrop I have here behind me. You would never know what kind of room I'm in. Am I at my office? Am I at home? You have no idea. Am I even in Seattle right now? Who knows? Because the Space Needle's right there. Oh, right there. So for all you know, I could be in Hawaii, like the elected officials from Washington State who went there, who will know their names very, very soon. Or what you could do is go to shopremoteoffice.com, enter the code Ari Hoffman for 10% off your next order for all your digital backdrop needs. Remember, shopremoteoffice.com. Well, it's been a very, very exciting day in Seattle because today, Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin announced that she will not be seeking a second term of as Seattle's mayor. Now, why is this such huge news? Typically, politicians always go for their second term. If they're not going for a second term, there was either a poll out there that said that they would get crushed or they were offered a position elsewhere. Now, my sources tell me it was option B, that she has another position, another place to go, and that there was no poll out in the field. I don't know anybody who's been getting the poll phone calls recently. However, what this does mean is that this opens the door for a lot of very, very horrible candidates. So, Mayor Jenny Durkin is terrible. She's a terrible, terrible mayor. Let's go through some of her highlights for a minute. She allowed her city to be taken over by armed terrorists who took control over a six-block radius of the city and called it the Summer of Love. The only reason she shut that thing down after a month, it wasn't because six people got shot there. No, it wasn't because crime skyrocketed 250%. No. Why was it? because the activists from there went to her house. This is the same mayor who got railroaded by the Seattle City Council, who lost the Seattle police chief. It goes on and on, who let the Amazon tax go through. This is a mayor who has no control over what's going on in the city, made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. She was universally hated by the right and the left, and that's a really fun thing to do. When you try to go in the middle of the road, just like Miyagi says, you get squished but like bug. And that's exactly what happened to Mayor Jenny Durkin. She tried to make everybody happy, and she couldn't make anybody happy. This is interesting because when she ran for office, everybody on the right knew she was a massive progressive, but Carrie Moon, who was also on the right, was so far to the left and such a radical activist, people said, well, she's got to be better than that. I didn't vote in that election. The reason I didn't vote for either one of them was because I knew both of them would be train wrecks. Granted, she exceeded even my, uh, not hopes, but my expectations of what she was going to be. Absolutely terrible, terrible mayor. If anybody offers her a position in a higher level of government, it only speaks to the fact that they don't know how horrible she is. Anywho, here's the problem right now. This opens the door to a bunch of bad candidates and names are already being floated around. So here's one right off the bat. Bruce Harrell. Bruce Howell was the president of Seattle City Council. He was mayor for 30 seconds when they lost the other mayor to a sex scandal the year before. He is just, um, before elected, got, uh, before Durkin got elected, he is not a good public official. No, he's not. And he was going to get killed had he run for office again. And he knew that, which is why he ducked out. Another name being thrown around there is Teresa Mosqueda. Teresa Mosqueda is an Antifa-supporting socialist who's Kishama Sawant Light. She is. There's no two ways about it. She doesn't hide it. She has a better job hiding it than Sawant. She just Sawant without the bullhorn. She will be a socialist nightmare on Seattle. This is the person who is responsible for the Amazon tax. That's who she is. Another name being thrown around is... Oh, wait. I forgot. She dresses her baby in Antifa clothing. Yes. That's how hardcore she supports Antifa. She is a nightmare. To her, um, Lorena Gonzalez. 
Lorena Gonzalez is another Seattle City Council member. She has her designs on higher office, most likely Attorney General, because earlier in the year, she actually said she was going to run for Attorney General. But then when Bob Ferguson said he was going to run again, she gracefully bowed out. She is just as bad as Mosqueda, though not as loud. So that's one thing. Mosqueda, how can I forget? This year, Mosqueda was standing around during one of these protests when somebody was talking about killing cops and she didn't stop the person during her stream. Yes, that's who we're talking about, that Teresa Mosqueda. So you have Gonzalez and Mosqueda, both who would be equally as bad. Then another person is Dow Constantine, King County Executive. For those of you who don't know what King County Executive is, it pretty much means Mayor of King County. So that would just be more of the same because he has the same dumb, bad policies and he has his eyes set on higher office like governor and he could see this as a stepping stone to get there. Another name that's been throwing around and this is the person who's being thrown around as the moderate, more business-friendly person is Tim Burgess. Tim Burgess was also mayor of Seattle for 30 seconds because of a scandal with a mayor and he was taking over the spot for a little while. This is the guy who put the pack together that gave all that money to all those candidates that lost except for his... Uh, little trainee Alex Peterson, who has been an absolute nightmare as a city council member. Granted, he's not a socialist Marxist communist, but he's voted with them. So really, what's the difference at this point? So that's Tim Burgess. It, the last one, and the one that's most troubling to me, is Nikita Oliver. Nikita Oliver is an activist in Seattle. She ran for mayor last time, didn't make it past the primary. Here's the problem with Nikita Oliver. She is involved in all the organizations that took over six blocks of Seattle this year under armed occupation. Now, Seattle City, uh, Seattle City Council Insight, which is a Twitter account, which logs everything the Seattle City Council does, had a whole write-up the other day about $3 million being funneled through back channels rather than through an open, transparent process using a loophole to funnel it through 501c3 nonprofits rather than 501c4 organizations. The main difference between those two is one really does political lobbying and one is more for like churches, synagogues, schools. They're not supposed to do any political lobbying. They're funneling that $3 million through Councilmember Tammy Morales' office, let's remember that for a second, to all these organizations that help get Tammy Morales elected in the first place. It's political payoffs. A bunch of the organizations that are getting this $3 million without an open, transparent process are the ones that Nikita Oliver is involved in. These are socialist Marxist groups that took over Seattle, that blackmailed the city into giving them money and kept occupying a section of Seattle until their demands are met. You think the chop, chop just went away because the mayor decided to move in? No, these, police, these places were promised hundreds of millions of dollars if they backed down and Nikita Oliver was involved in those organizations. And the city thinks they can get away with this because nobody's going to do anything about it because right now there's not a single Republican in public office to call them out on it. It's just you and me and they don't think they answer to you and me. That's how bad Nikita Oliver could be as a candidate. Now I know Nikita Oliver. I met her one time. We were both, what was it, two Christmases ago. I had nothing to do on Christmas because I'm Jewish. I was volunteering at a soup kitchen event that Nikita Oliver was throwing. I didn't care. I was going down there to volunteer and somebody came in from the street and their hand was bleeding because they had got it stuck in a car door. And two people came running over to help this woman. One was me and one was Nikita Oliver. Now I didn't know Nikita Oliver at the time. And two of us spent the time wrapping up this person's hand because the two of us know first aid and 
everything that goes with that. And we did everything we had to do. We gave them all the recommendations and the person went on their way. And afterwards I introduced myself. Hi, I'm Ari Hoffman. The color drained from Nikita Oliver's face, which is too bad because he really should have said, hey, you know what? We could patch somebody up together. We don't have to have a contentious relationship. That is the one and only conversation I've ever had with Nikita Oliver. But she is involved in all this corruption, which could, could be high level money laundering. And the FBI should really look into what's going on. You should go over to Seattle City Council Insights Twitter page. You should go to their website and check out his entire detailed write-up of what's going on with these organizations that Nikita Oliver is involved in. It is very, very scary to me who else might be coming out of the woodwork. And yet, if you notice about all the names I mentioned, not one of them is a Republican. Not one of them is a moderate Democrat. I know they may call themselves that. They're not. They're all extremists. So the question is, how far left is Seattle going to go under this new mayor that we're about to have? It's going to be fun to watch. I do appreciate all of you who contacted me today asking me if I'm going to run for office. I always keep my options open, but please tell me, what is the path to victory in this absolutely crazy city of ours? Look around right now. You show it to me. There's something to discuss. But right now is very scary. You should look at the King County GOP. The King County GOP just redid its entire leadership. And the person who is now chair of the King County GOP is Josh Freed, who was the mayor of Bothell. He ran for governor. He's a guy who knows how to get things done. And I'm excited to see what the new King County GOP will do. This is really going to be their very first test. We look forward to having Josh on the show, hopefully later this week. Anywho, be careful because this has happened in our city. We watched Seattle go downhill. I've lived here for 17 years, and this really just happened in the last 10, really the last five when it started to go downhill. It could change like that. It could turn on a dime. And it is happening to your city right now. Don't think that all this recounting what's going on with the election isn't coming to you. All this nonsense, all this socialism isn't on its way to your city if it's not already there. Don't say, I didn't warn you. We'll see you on the next episode of Canary in a Coal Mine. <laughs> Thank you.